back to Walk On Weekly. Here are your hosts, Sam Hoiberg and Jeff Grace III on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Much better. <laughs> so we again, got we got it. Second time's a charm. Second time's a charm. That's right. Again, if you guys want to join the show, streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, as well as Allo Channel 951. And we got one more show after this one. We Talk Facts. Eric Strickland, Buster Johnson from 8 to 9 p.m. But we talked a little bit about some college hoops, what's going on there. Uh, I'm sure as the summer goes forward, we'll keep diving into that. But right now, uh, there's just so much to talk about in the NBA. And I know uh, Jeff Grace the third is an avid fan of the NBA. So we'll kind of go through this right here. First thing first, I want to start off before we even get to the draft, the Bradley Beal trade to the Phoenix Suns. I kind of had my own feelings about the grades. I let I let you know before the break, but there is some people that disagree with me. I'm just curious, and I'll give I'll break it down real quick, um, just so everyone's on the same page. So the Washington Wizards are trading three-time All-Star Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Suns for Chris Paul, Landry Shaman, handful of second-round picks, and multiple pick swaps. I have my opinions, Jeff Grace the third. What do you think about that trade for both teams? It's definitely very interesting mm-hmm. because got some big names there. Yeah. Um, but it was just very like I didn't I don't understand how like the the uh Washington Wizards didn't want like a first round draft pick, mm-hmm. to be honest, because like I don't for both sides I don't really like the trades. Um it's very odd to me because for the Suns, like people are saying like Devin Booker's gonna play point guard now and like Beals gonna play the two. <laughs> So, like, it's looking very interesting. Like, that it could work out potentially, but, like, there's only one ball at the end of the day. Yeah. So, I don't know how they're going to work that out. And, like, they kept DeAndre Aiden, which is really interesting mm-hmm. to me because I thought that was the person they should have got rid of. Yeah. But, I mean, he's been there for a minute, so I, I kind of understand it. But I just didn't understand, like, the Chris Paul, like, giving away Chris Paul because if you look at, like, most of their games – he like was a good reason why they were so successful. They never made the playoffs, yeah. even with Devin Booker eating exactly. on the squad. Exactly, he was the reason why they were like so successful. And it's gonna be very interesting now with the change of coach, which I don't, I don't know if they should have done that either mm-hmm. because he was like the winningest coach at the Suns' history. Um, so I don't like the trade at all, me personally. But I mean. It is a business at the end of the day. So, yeah, it's the way I look at it is, is like it's almost like the Suns couldn't not take it. Mm-hmm. I think they saw that was on the table and like that's all they want for Bradley Beal. I'm a little surprised that the Wizards didn't look at more options because, like you said, they didn't they don't really get a lot back. No, um, the whole Bradley Beal thing to me has just always been pretty unique. I like Bradley Beal, Same. his numbers aren't they're not jaw dropping, he's 35%. Pretty much overall, about 35 from three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he takes a lot of three, so it dips into his field goal percentage. He's he's pretty much roughly 35% around the board in terms of his field goal percentage. So you get a guy like Bradley Beal, another 30 points per game kind of guy. Kevin Durant, same thing. Devin Booker, same thing. You said it. The usage rate can only be 100%. There's not 150. No. So if you get the ball 32% of the possessions, Devin Booker normally gets a 30. Kevin Durant, I mean, that's 92% of the possessions go to three guys. Which means it, someone isn't going to be happy. Yeah. It means the, the entire rest of the team is going to be just completely out of the picture if they get 8%. Exactly. Um, and like you said, you're getting rid of a playmaker. Yep. You had two lethal scorers. Chris Paul was the playmaker. Mm-hmm. Bradley Beal, 
he was you can go watch his Washington Wizards tape again. Good player. He was not really a great playmaker. Devin Booker, same thing. Great offensive scorer, not a great playmaker. I'd say he's better than Beal. Um, and then Kevin Durant, he's probably your best playmaker just due to his height and his court vision. He's always able to get those skip passes that those other guys, um, especially Devin Booker. I honestly think it's just because he's short. He doesn't see that a lot mm-hmm. of times. Like it's a hard thing. Like if you're Jokic, you can just look over the court and it seems so wide open to you. But I agree. They just they don't have a playmaker, and I really don't know what they're expecting to happen with Booker to like make that huge step to all of a sudden be distributing to two more. Like the only thing that give me hope of the Suns is you're going to have spacing, so I hope you can make the pass. You get those three guys out, you're going to have to put you know you're going to have to cover them all. But then, like, also another thing is like coming off the bench. I'm kind of struggling now because, like, if There's you saw no him the play, if you saw him the playoffs, Andrew Shaman went out, had a great game mm-hmm. coming off the bench, like shooting threes and everything. Like, I mean, they have Cameron Payne, but I mean, that's really all I know as of right now. <laughs> like, I don't know anyone else coming off the bench right now. Like, maybe T.J. Warren, Terrence Ross. I mean, yeah, but not like, big names though. No, not like your KCP, your Mike. No. You know. It's, like not role players. Yeah, not not so. even like you'd even take uh uh Brown off the Nuggets. Oh, 100%. like a role player like that. But right now, yeah, they just that was already their problem was mm-hmm. a lack of a big, you know, behind Eaton. Um, and it really killed them in that finals with the Bucks. Uh, was that two, three years ago? Yep. And they just didn't couldn't stop Giannis. They didn't have the size. So again, I call it new new owner syndrome. Because they like to make these big trades, these big splashes. Feels like they always try. Same thing happened with the Timberwolves, mm-hmm. and they got Rudy Gobert. That does not look like a great future. I don't think it was a good, that was a good fit either. Mm-mm. Because new owners, man. Cats like he's always been playing the five, nice for the four, which is so very different. Mm-hmm. And he has to get used to playing another position, which I don't know. And everything inside is going to be pretty clogged up. You don't exactly. Rudy, Rudy Gobert is not spacing the floor for you. If no. you want to kick him out, like guys are just going to continue to sit in the paint. They don't care where he's at. Um, the only time they care is if he's near the rim. And even then, he lacked. And for how tall he is, Rudy Gobert will always be the most frustrating offensive player to me. Oh, 100%. He's athletic, too. He's not even like super unathletic guy. He's a little slower, but yeah. he can get up there. He's even like frustrating when I play two, play him in two K. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, I would. Uh, he's he's one of those guys that two K stats don't quite line up for. Him. You ever play with Matt Miller on two uh, K? Oh when yeah, he's on the he's Miami on my, Heat. My team. Oh, he is a cheat. He's code. a bucket. I'll never forget playing Matt Miller when he was on the Heat. He was better than Steph Curry in any of today's oh, games. Oh, I agree. He was just insane. He's a bucket. Yeah, I would. Uh, he got banned. That Heat team got banned just because of Matt Miller. It was ruining a lot of friendships back in the day. <laughs> those old 2K games, man. I, those You had some oddball players oh, yeah. that just had the perfect layup like animation. Shane Battier. Yeah, Shane Battier is another good one. Um, Austin Rivers, sneaky good 2K player. They just have all the layup good. animations. For sure. Yeah, man, I can go for Gordon it. Hayward back in the day, too. Gordon Hayward was nice. On the Utah Jazz. Yeah, man, that was that was prime Gordon Hayward. That's that when he had the Blue Hayward. Mattress commercials going yep. on. <laughs> yep. uh, but yeah, dude, I could do a full hour on 2K. <laughs> I spent so, so much time. That's uh, it's kind of funny. That's how I get a lot of my names. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you watch NBA, but you start playing 2K. Oh, It's honestly like homework of the Facts. NBA. You you understand who's on where, and especially if you're going to play GM mode, then it starts getting really interesting. But, of course, I turn that salary cap off because I'm oh, trying to get got to. <laughs> got to. Uh, but, yeah, anyways, I, I I will say this this draft, or excuse me, not draft, this trade with the Suns, I did like it for the Suns, and I hated it for the Wizards. The Wizards didn't get anything. Uh, it's, and they just lost Kyle Kuzma. 
Yeah, Kyle Kuzma gone. Kristaps Zingas hasn't been the same. I don't. They just took steps backwards, and we'll see what happens. Like Chris Paul, the only thing. And I hear Chris Paul might even not even be on their team anymore. He might be going to LA, back to the Clippers. That could work for them. I I, I will say I Chris Paul is still a really good player. Oh, 100. I, I, if you're trading him for injury reasons because he's getting older, his production has dipped. But I you can't replace that IQ. Still in though. Mm-hmm. Still knows him well. Yeah, he might not shoot the ball, but he can make her in the right spots when you take your shots wide open. And he's gotten a lot better of like knowing people on his team, try mm-hmm. to get them open and stuff like that. Like he knows the game so well, where like he doesn't have to like do the things he used to do. Well, Aiton's gonna suffer too. That pick and roll game is what Aiton fed off of with mm-hmm. CP3. Well, I don't know, Bradley Beal, he's he's okay on uh, the pick and roll. Like he's a good pick and roll player, but again, it's just the playmaking. That's what concerns me the most. And if you're the Wizards, it's felt like you got, you know, the silver platter and they take the lid off and there's literally nothing. Like, yeah. I just, that one really confused me. And for the Suns, we'll just see. I could be wrong. If it felt like they just zagged and they understand everything we're saying and they're just like, we'll just score. We'll outscore everyone who cares about the defense because defense is going to be bad. Like, just period. It's not going to be a great defensive unit unless they make some more trades. Um, but again, that April. That's what it looks like you know, if they're in that. But if you're $17.5 million over that luxury tax, you are pretty much stuck with the roster you got going into the season. And the reason why that new CBA, NBA agreement was such a big deal is because normally they're like, hey, we had this meeting and agreement. It'll take place in 2027. Mm-hmm. They had a meeting and then it's 2024 it's starting up. That's kind of what happens when you have players like James Harden, Ben Simmons playing merry-go-round. Like that, there's repercussions to that. And, you know, I don't know. I get upset at that. And part of me hates the CBA agreement because it's going to hurt those middle class players, especially payroll wise. Uh, But I do wonder if it needed to happen to kind of stop all this crazy middle of the season nonsense where all these teams, you get a James Harden jersey and he's gone in two months. Like, as you know, a player playing D1 basketball, do you have any issues with players the way they were kind of handling these past few seasons, like hopping around? Do you think you don't necessarily owe them loyalty to the extent where you need to finish out your season there? Like with building, like it's just like moving. But just of. as like a, a fan, like do you respect like all of James Harden's decisions, kind of the way he handles things, just moving around? Like, are you a fan of where players are way more free to roam around the NBA and you might see Kevin Durant Warriors jersey and at the end of the season you're going to see him in a Suns jersey. Well, from the outside looking in, no. But if I was them and I got more money somewhere else and like this is my job each and every day, I have a better opportunity to win a championship. Now these people look, look at the championship and kind of get like, see like <laughs> trophies and everything in their eyes and like, get like big feelings when like they go in for a move like that because like obviously like you don't really get talked about unless you win a championship these days like scoring who cares you have to win a championship but then like i'm sorry even guys like lebron lebron's legacy right now is hanging on rings and he's got four Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's kind of crazy like it doesn't make sense because like if you look at it like i just don't like how we, we judge people off of like championships like because like we've had some really great players not even win a championship and like they don't even get talked about anymore yeah unless you're on tnt exactly like Mm -hmm. alan iverson 
Yeah. Don't really hear much of him anymore. Nope, just some old YouTube highlights. Tracy McGrady. Yeah, Tracy McGrady is a good one. Let's see, Barkley. Barkley. CP3. Unfortunately, he's probably going to join that. He uh, gets hated so much too. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, Russell Russell Westbrook's going to be an anomaly for the NBA to figure out down the roads. Oh, for sure. I feel like all-time ranking rankings, Russell Westbrook. I have this like little list I make, and I'm, I'm waiting for a day when I reveal it, maybe at the end of the summer here okay. um, on my podcast. But he, he, he moves up and down the list so much for me. Mm-hmm. He was I can see that, though. going way down, and then he had that Wizards year. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's not a Russ problem. Maybe it's a team problem. And trying to decide right place, right situation is so hard. There's yeah, so many NBA players that could have panned out, mm-hmm. but they just get to the wrong team. I agree. And then they, like you said, you said at the first segment, confidence is so big. Oh, it's most, it's key. I mean, at the end of the day, like if you don't have confidence, then what do you have? Yeah, and. uh it, it shows a lot. We keep talking about Lonzo Ball. It's fresh on my memory because I'm, I'm a Bulls fan, and it's a bummer that he's probably Same. out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's the guy that really, I feel like, blossomed once he got the confidence back. I agree. And, you know, unfortunately, probably won't see him play again. But he's a guy that was just brutal to watch early on. His shot, he fixed his shot and then yeah. found a way to get confident. Yeah. And it was a good jumper. I mean, he I was hitting 40% with that three, especially you put him in the corner. You know, so much of that confidence is absolutely huge. But, yeah, right place, right situation. And, you know, maybe we'll talk about the draft a little bit, too. But, you know, I am curious to kind of see how that all works out. Is there is there a wrong spot for Victor Wembenyama? Is there a wrong spot? Yeah. Is there a city that he could go to where you're like, this actually might hurt your career a little bit? Or is he just so overwhelmingly uh, one of a kind draft prospect? I feel like Randy, wherever he goes, anybody would use him. Yeah. So I feel like they'd automatically find a way. So wrong spot no but like i think timberwolves for his for his <laughs> game, for go. his game yes or like i was thinking like maybe the thunder with chet coming back yeah that'd be a weird one which would be very interesting um which the spurs will to be fair spurs got him pretty much bagged up but yeah, just for pretty much. just for high um, sake. nuggets I, I can see him on the Nuggets, if I'm be honest. Yeah, it really just teams with another big. Yeah. That's just going to hurt his kind of play style. I agree. And that just happens a lot, though. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like they tried to draft a guy and hope to develop him behind another star. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Ingram's a good one. Yeah. If he wasn't drafted to the wrong team, but once LeBron landed on that team, his career took a huge hit because that's sure. he played LeBron's role, essentially. Um, and yeah, it just didn't work out for him. Young guys in particular... I feel like you can only have a couple of veterans, like a, not a couple, but a few veterans around him. Like what the OKC is doing, they had kind of Chris Paul in there, show SGA the ropes a little bit, and then he took off. And now all those young guys, and they just have picks to come. They can just keep, you know, trading away and adding players. But yeah, I, I'm trying to think of more names of players that just got a horrible start to the league. Mm. Might have to look that up. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll look that up over the break, but too. But a team that I, I like that's very young that doesn't really get talked about that much is Orlando Magic. Yeah. I like them a lot. Yeah, Marco Fultz had a nice little miracle story. That's I, true. He had one of the weirdest injuries. and He did have one of the weirdest injuries. Do you remember what it even was? Was it his shoulder? Yeah, it was the shoulder injury, but the lingo. I tried breaking it down. Oh, reading I, it. I'm bad. Pretty it, bad with lingo. Yeah, if, uh, Especially like that kind of lingo. Yeah, it, it was insane. He couldn't shoot free throws. He yeah. couldn't hold his shoulder. Because, yeah, like, if you see in the video, like, he, like, it, yeah. it was just, like, awkward. It was so weird. And uh, I can't believe he turned it around. It looked like to, uh, he's still a bust, technically, but 
due to unfortunate injury. Like mm-hmm. that's just insane how that happened. But yeah, shout out to him for turning around and uh, that confidence is huge. But I will send it to break here. But I do want to on the next segment. I can't. We're at a point now in the NBA where we have so many great players. I kind of want to go through the Mount Rushmore of the most influential players of the NBA throughout the whole thing. Throughout the whole thing, guys that the next generation saw them and they changed their play style. So I kind of want to dive in on that next one. Um, I feel like there's some definitely obvious names, but maybe some underrated ones as well. So we'll throw it to break here on the Walk On Weekly. I'm Harrison Arns. That's Jeff Grace III. No Sam Hoiberg this week, but he should be back next week. So no worries there. We'll send it to break and be back real quick.